Hey, everybody, do you do shopping online? Well, do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our Amazon banner and help out the network. It's going to cost you nothing extra. We get a percentage back from everything that you buy. And uh, you know what? That would be a win, win, win. It's a win for you, win for the network, and a win for Amazon. Um, great prices, uh, everyday savings, and uh, you get what you want, and you're helping us out. So this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, so go do it, d2rpn.com. Uh, there's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. To Reality Entertainment presents the Think Tank Podcast. to you pre-recorded deep undercover in the world's deepest darkest most secure hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker here is ryan the area man uh, hey dave yo what up dude uh, not a lot you want to check in with uh, tyler from secure team you know i do well let's fucking do it then Hey man, such such bad language. Such bad language. Something caught moving fast underground is the name of a video. Was it in China where that fucking Terminator thing jumped out of the ground? No. The thing was moving pretty fast. No, I don't think so. This is interesting. I did watch this one before. Um, Ooh, strange. It's around Jupiter first. Yeah, a little update on that. Then into the... Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. Now, before we get to the main topic of today's video, real quick, I just wanted to touch on some breaking news that relates directly to one of my most recent videos when we were talking, well, yesterday's video, uh, speaking on all of the strangeness happening near Jupiter. And if you haven't seen that video, go and check it out. It's titled, Is This an Alien Satellite in Deep Space? And we go in-depth talking about why is there all of this strange activity happening around both Jupiter and its moons? Now, I've also posted a lot of videos in the past about one of the moons of Jupiter. We recently did one on Ganymede and how it could support life. But there's been another moon that's been much more in the spotlight, and that is the moon of Europa. And uh, we've done countless videos on it in the past. Europa, which is the smallest of four Galilean moons orbiting Jupiter. And from the looks of it, it just looks like another typical icy dead world out in the solar system. However, over the years, we've been sending probes to orbit and take measurements around this moon. And that's when it was discovered that there are these massive plumes jetting out from the surface full of salt water. And what NASA and the other space agencies are now saying well, this frigid moon 
is the home to yet another massive underground ocean, not just an ocean, but a warm salt water ocean that in terms of chemical balance from all the tests they've done is basically identical to the oceans found here on Earth. So chemically balanced, again, warm because it's being heated as the moon is stretched and pulled. Something has to be Jupiter. alive there, so then, it's right? Creating this you would heat think, yeah. Some sort of life form? Warming up this subsurface ocean, just like you would find here on Earth. And so, as of right now, it is the leading candidate for alien life in the solar system, albeit aquatic alien life. And so, recently, scientists were re examining some 20 year old data that they took back in 1997 data that was captured by the Galileo spacecraft, which has now long since been expired. And these measurements were taken during the closest flyby of the moon, as the probe was at its closest to the surface around, I think, 150 kilometers. And at the time, as the probe was flying so close to the surface, it began twitching, as one of the scientists said, and began recording these, quote, unexpected signatures or signals. And at the time, 20 years ago, they didn't understand it, what was causing it. And so now, 20 years later, they decided to look back at this data. What was it that was hitting this probe as it flew over, creating this anomaly that was recorded within it that was finally sent back to Earth? And that's when they realized that the probe had likely been flying through another one of these gigantic plumes shooting up Sounds from the surface and that these anomalous readings... How far is Jupiter from here? Like, in uh, order, do you know? I don't know, like an hour. <laughs> no, it's... Like, is it the closest planet to us, no, no, or is it, no, like, no. really super no. far from Mars us? Mars would be the closest. All right. Like, it, I mean, if you're going that direction. Okay. Wait, is Mars... I don't know, dude. Yeah, because it's... Okay, so from the sun, it's... Um, is it Venus? And then... I don't know. I used to know this shit. Yeah, back, me too. Back in the day, and I was just curious. Let's see. Let's look it up. I thought I thought Mars was the farthest. That's why it takes forever to get there. No. There's get nine. The fuck out of here. There's nine motherfucking right. planets, homie. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. Then it's Venus. Then it's us. Us. Then Mars. Okay. And then it is Jupiter after that. Okay. Fifth planet from the sun. So it's. I mean, so you'd get to Mars first, then you'd get to Jupiter, I guess, if you were going. Okay. Um. Jupiter's the biggest, though. Oh. But see, I don't know. What's interesting about the fact that, like, the moon of Jupiter is, like, these moons are, like, huge mm-hmm. moons. They're, like, I, I think some of the moons for Jupiter are bigger than the planet Mars. Not positive on that, but... Uh. Like you see these, like here's the and, thing. And There's fucking, no actual fucking pictures, I see. right? And they fucking uh, rotate around their fucking planet like we do, or what? Yeah. But it's just weird. Like, okay, so they say Mars is too cold to like. It's it's cold on that planet, but not like super cold because you know it's like Earth. The way they describe Earth is like in the perfect position. From the sun for life, yeah, hmm. um, and and yeah. like everybody else is too close. Or well, else is Venus too far. is is too hot. It's like seven hundred degrees there on average. 
which is really fucking hot. Perfect, normal Orlando day. Yeah, you wouldn't survive, is what they say on Venus. Like you could go there, but it'd be too hot. And then Mars, you could go there, and but like it would be cold. But I think you could survive on Mars as long as you could create an atmosphere. Yeah, because you can always get warmer. You can't always cool down from seven hundred degrees. Yeah, well, I think it'd be harder to cool it down than it would to heat up Mars. It'd be yeah, harder it, to cool down Venus than it would be mm-hmm, to heat up Mars. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Jupiter's just beyond that. But then these moons, so it, maybe because they're in a position where they're not super far out, like a Pluto or something, or Uranus. Pluto's not a real planet. Well, Pluto, it, well, it is, but it's not. They don't say it's a planet anymore. Which is deep. Yeah. I mean. Whatever. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's completely plausible that there's... I mean, here's the thing. If you have... this science that they're fucking reporting is legit mm-hmm. about uh, the salt water and it being the right makeup as the ocean is here on Earth and the warmth and all this stuff, there has to be something in the water there living right it has to be yeah yeah if it's but then i wonder how does it get so warm because it is further away from the sun well it was saying something about the fucking changing of i don't know some fucking bullshit it said something in there why it was <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me but it said why it was fucking getting warm yeah all right well let's watch Anyways. some more things <laughs> taken by the probe according to one of the scientists by the name of margaret kevelson were exactly the type of strange readings that you would expect if the probe was flying through a warm salt water plume. Apparently, as the probe was flying over at around 22,000 miles per hour over the surface, the probe detected a brief but dramatic twist in the magnetic field and a sudden rapid increase in the density of plasma or ionized gas that the spacecraft was flying through. And so what they've done now, over 20 years later, is by using computer simulations, they have shown that a 120-mile-high geyser erupting from a relatively warm patch on Europa would create precisely the same readings. And whether it's happening for just a completely random reason, or if these geysers shooting water and, you know, almost like it's letting off pressure from within, this could be something that's totally on purpose. Because imagine, what if there is a highly advanced alien life within this ocean? And what if these geysers aren't natural, but they are created? Whether it be through holes drilled in the moon to let this water pressure out, we don't know. It could be natural or they could have been manufactured in order to properly sustain the life and the ecosystem of this moon. So tell me what you guys think down below. Now to the main topic of today's video. Well, it's been a little while since I've featured anything from my fellow truth seekers and their channels. There's just been a lot of strange things happening lately. And, you know, while I've been running the channel, some of the other channels out there who do similar work have made some really interesting discoveries. And today, I wanted to feature one of those coming from my friend and fellow YouTuber, Mr. MBB333. Well, it appears that something was caught moving extremely fast underground from the east coast of the United States to the west coast. We're talking thousands upon thousands of miles. Something was moving underground, and it was picked up by seismographs stretching across the entire United States. It was picked up on almost every one of them, if not every one. And so I want you guys to check out this clip from that full video here. 
make of this size, let's say that this is about a maybe a two-pointer, it would not be registering on Seismos 3,000 miles away. There you're looking at Pennsylvania at right at 50. Okay, and it moves across the state or the country. It's easy to read. Here it's uh, in Arizona. The following hour, eight minutes later. Not an hour later, but it's in the next hour, eight minutes. Well, actually, in some cases, 18 minutes later. Indiana, 53 past the hour. Tennessee, 54 past the hour. Ohio, 53, 52 past the hour. Michigan, 52 past the hour. Minnesota, around 57, 58 past the hour. Texas, 2 into the next hour. There's hardly any difference, and it traveled, what, a couple thousand miles, and it maintained the, the, the same type of strength on the seismograph? That's not an earthquake. That's crazy. That's some sort of a strange energy wave that went all the way across the country. Here's the state of Washington at nearly 9 into the next hour. So you're talking 19 minutes it traveled from coast to coast. Strange energy wave. Here it is in Idaho. Around 7 minutes past the hour of 3. This is in the 2 o'clock hour. At the end of the 2 o'clock hour at no, is this 55 in Wisconsin, 256. Yeah. Over in Idaho, 305. Okay, so how is that for a head scratcher? Um, you- All right, what were you saying? That's AM, right? Uh, I don't. Does it matter if it's AM or PM? Yeah, I'm just curious. Why? Well, if it was during the day, people would notice that shit. Maybe. I mean, it. It's not like that big of a. The Richter scale picked it yeah. up, but you may not notice it. You know what I mean? I guess. To me, it doesn't matter the time of day, like a day or night. But what? Here's my problem with it. I, I okay, this is weird. So it's he's reading off the time it registered in each state, right? And I wrote these times down as he was reading them off. Now, he didn't do all of them, but what I want to do is pull up a map of the United States. Because I want you to, listeners at home, if you want to do this too, pull up a map of the United States. This This is a good one. bigger you should be able to like right click and go full screen or something maybe not no because oh yeah because you're not computers are pieces of shit yeah all right well we'll do our oh there you go oh that's zoom in maybe you can like how they spelled canada the fucking k top right there's like a little no 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 of the picture itself right there what's that do oh it's search nope i thought it was like a fucking blow up what it looked like. Uh, All right, that's fine. This is fine. This is fine. It's not, but okay. Okay, so we have the 
earliest time that he mentioned was Pennsylvania at 250. So Pennsylvania is right here. All right. Then the next time he has registered as 252. And we have Ohio and Michigan at 252. So here's Pennsylvania, here's Ohio and Michigan, 252, okay? So it registered on both of these. So you have to assume it's somewhere along this line, right? Mm -hmm. Then we have 253 in Indiana. Okay. Then we have 254 in Tennessee. Okay, so Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana is a line. Then somehow we go down, we jump completely over Kentucky, and it's felt in Tennessee. So, And that's directly beneath Ohio and Indiana, okay? Um, then, we, then he says uh, 257 in Minnesota. So now we're way up here. And then he goes... Oh, wait, 256 in Wisconsin, 56, 57, and then he jumps into Texas at 302, Idaho at, he said 307, but then he said 305, so that's a pretty big jump, and then um, Arizona at 308. And Washington State at 309. So, this thing was so big, it was felt in every single... So, what I don't understand is how it can... I mean, maybe because he, he was saying only certain states. Right. So, then, technically, we should have... Indiana and Ohio's times should match up with Tennessee's time. Because this thing can't go, you know what I mean? Right. Or, or if it is moving up and down and all around, that's weird. So it should have been the whole country in a line going straight down that time. Yeah. So Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, and Louisiana all should have felt this because they're in a fucking straight line straight down. Mm -hmm. Then North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas should have been pretty much the same times. Right. These lines down of states should be about the same times. Right? Mm -hmm. Unless it's only being felt particularly in those states. Now we have a, an object that is moving up and down the United States right. in like a zigzag type, Somehow, which yeah. is really weird to me based on the time. But either way, the time it moved across the country was basically 19 minutes from coast to coast. Mm -hmm. That's quick as fuck. That's really fast. So what is that? Well, what could that possibly be? Sikithenia. So, I guess that's my. I wonder. Like, my one question about this is there is there a page that you can go to that actually has all the uh, the screenshots that he has, yeah, I so we can see if there's like states that he missed or didn't say. Uh, maybe we'll just go to Mister BB three 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 YouTube's page and watch his video. It's probably really long though, right? Probably. Alright. It's not that one, is it? Here we'll go to his YouTube. Because I am curious. I, I almost want to write down every state yeah. that he's 
Like she got listed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. See if there's something he did. Maybe there's he a... just skipped over something. Oh, look, scroll down. Right. Oh, that's lightning strikes. I just saw the green light. I'm like, well, I wonder if that's it right there. Here, I'm just going to go to his videos. How fucking long ago did you post it? I want to go to his videos, and I kind of want to just look in the, in like the, above the comments. Oh, right there, the... Right and see if he's got a link to where he got this information, and then we'll just go there. May 12th, notice a strange ground pulse crossing U.S. from east coast to the far west coast. Seismograph traveling nearly 3,000 miles. Actually could follow it, not earthquake energy, something different. Okay, but do you have a link to the... Oh, his website. <laughs> so he doesn't have a link to where he got where the information. Got it, no. But maybe he's got these pictures on his site? Mm. We'll go to his actual page. What the fuck? There's shit everywhere. Geoelectric maps, seismographs. Yeah, that's what you want. Okay. We're getting there, hopefully. Cross your fingers. Okay, these look like the pictures. Yeah, what do you do by day? I think these are... May 15th. These are other days. These are what he's talking about. No, I thought it was May 12th. Was it? Yeah. May 15th was yesterday. Oh, yeah. Search. I wonder if we can search May 12th. No. takes us to a different yeah. well I guess his link took us here so we need to scroll down to May 12th yeah. okay a lot of stuff going on on the yeah. 15th huh holy shit you see that one kazoom type hey what is look at that fucking one the whole page is filled up black yeah, what would that be? I don't know. So maybe, maybe that's when I sneeze. <laughs> that's when I sneeze. That's what happens. What date are you on? So what, they only do the most recent day? Am I missing something here? Something wrong. Click on monitoring, maybe. Um, yeah, no. Maybe the ANSS. They have. Uh, All right. I give up. I'm already annoyed. over it. I'm already over it. How long was this video? It's only six fifty-seven, but still. Oh, it's been playing the whole time in the background. Uh, that his video? Yeah. Oh. Uh. Okay. Well. We can't find the actual yeah. list, but... I don't like it. Okay, so let's go back to... Hey, guys, Tyler from Secure Team and what see up, Tyler? what else he has to say about this. You know, whether you want to call it something moving, uh, whether you want to call it an energy wave moving below the surface, something was picked up on seismographs moving from one end of the United States to the other in just 19 minutes. In what was described by Mr. MBB3 as a strange ground pulse. 
traveling nearly 3,000 miles in a matter of minutes, and that could be tracked on these seismographs that are normally used to track and measure earthquakes that happen, although this was a different kind of energy. This was not earthquake energy. And so, you know, this is an amazing finding by Mr. MBB. And, you know, it goes back to another one of my recent videos where I posted it was titled, quote, something is happening underground. And I posted it back in mid-April of this year. And in that video, as we've discussed in, you know, a lot of different videos on this channel, we, we went into the discussion of these mysterious booms that have not just been happening in the United States, but around the world. But because the U.S. is our biggest audience, that's where we get the most reports from. Ground shaking booms or rumbles, you know, shaking houses, breaking windows, putting cracks up the sides of buildings and opening up massive holes in the ground itself happening all over the United States. And so in that particular video, something is happening underground. We also went to discuss some of the theories of what could be creating these underground rumbles, whether it was some sort of high speed rail system, a train of some sort. We talked about some of the files that were leaked years ago uh, that indicate through this map, uh, you know, an underground tunnel system where these high speed rails go through and connect to various secret underground bases. Now, other theories were that some of these sounds were coming from construction happening underground or possibly secret testing of some sort. But I think that this new evidence being picked up on seismographs, and we're certainly going to be following these seismographs from now on, you know, there's obviously some sort of opening underneath us that would allow an object or something go from the East Coast to the West in a matter of minutes. Now, whether you want to call that a high-speed railway that is operated by us or another kind of travel system that is being utilized by maybe something else underground that has nothing to do with us. I will leave that up to you guys. We've also spoken in many videos about the mysterious disappearances that occur in or around our national parks all over the United States. And oddly enough, a lot of the areas where people go missing by the hundreds, sometimes thousands, never explained in most cases. And these people are just never seen again. A lot of the places where this happens eerily correlate to some of the areas on this leaked map where it's said that these underground railway systems connect. But then we have the question that if these underground um, tunnels or railways were operated by us, and this is all us, why would we need thousands of people each and every year? Why would we need to snatch them up? And that is an even scarier question, and it really makes me wonder whether this has anything to do with humans on this planet. And that's where we get into the more mysterious, the more off-world, the more surreal theories as to what could be causing this. And, well, we can only go, um, you know, piece by piece, little piece of evidence as they come in and uh, try to put the puzzle together. So, again, great work by Mr. MBB. I'll put a link to his channel down below. Go show him some love. Thank you all for continuing this search down the rabbit hole with me, as you guys do on a daily basis. I really appreciate it. Insomnia Team is growing by the day, and hopefully one glorious day we will have the answers to all of these questions. Um, that we're seeking. So stay tuned, stay safe. Remember to follow me on Facebook. Okay, so the, why do the, the, he asked why would thousands of people go missing? Uh, workforce. Aliens abduct them for working. 
you know, they're fucking slaves. Or testing or something. Yeah, testing So we're slaves, assuming something. there's like an alien presence underneath I'll just, us. I'll just throw that out there. What I mean, or it could be the governments too. It could be our people doing it too. Yeah, or, I mean, who knows, dude? Like, it is weird how many people go missing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do people um, go missing all the fucking time? Yeah, dude. dude, that's the weird thing. Yeah. Before we start recording, I told you, real time, there's a dude missing for less than a week. Real close to here. Went to well, a fucking and that's just and one that's up. reported. Yeah, like all the people that go missing that, yeah, are, you, you don't even hear about. You right. know what I mean? Right. There's a lot of people that just go missing. It's right. very weird. So I want to follow that video up with the one he referenced in the thing yeah. called "Something Is Happening Underground." I mean, he kind of covered it in that episode, real yeah, real quick. But, but let's know. watch the. Yeah. Have you seen this one or no? I, I think so. I mean. I don't know. I, I, I like to watch his stuff when I'm like doing dishes and shit. Yeah, it's interesting. What, what do you mean by doing dishes? What does that mean? I, I like washing the dishes, dirty dishes that are in the sink. Uh, My wife does that. No, I have a dishwasher. It's the wife, and then I I also, uh, but sometimes I like to do that just so I can have an excuse to watch these videos. Oh, right so like I have it sitting there. I don't really watch them. I kind of listen to them. If he says something interesting, I look at the screen. But anyways, enough of. Of that stuff. So this is Something is Happening Underground. The video he referenced in the last video. Some people believe our explosions. I almost think we covered this in a previous episode. Going on for years in the neighborhood, just off Route 422 on Emma Street and also on Morris Avenue. Steve Easy tells us people living there want answers. For years now, people in Girard, right around I-80, say they hear and feel explosions, but the one they felt Wednesday took it to another level. It sounded like a big bomb going off. The floor actually shook. I was laying on the couch, and it shook. The roof felt like it was going to come down on us. Some of her neighbors have cracks in their foundations, crumbling exteriors, and they're wondering if it might be related. Superior Auto Bodies right on the corner of Emma Street and 422. And Jared Latone says it happens on average a couple times a week. It's kind of now just, you know, oh, there's another one. It happened again. I mean, it's shaking walls. It's kind of crazy. Kind of weird, yeah. So, Gerard, dude. So, could this be something more natural? Where's Gerard at? Professor Dr. Yeah. Jeffrey Dick says, probably not. If you're getting multiple banging sounds, um, that would have to be multiple earthquakes happening, and there would be good evidence for that. So, I don't think it's an earthquake. Emma Street isn't that far from a pretty heavy industrial site, but a lot of the people who live here say they're used to those kinds of noises by now. This is something completely different. We don't know what it is. We can guess and say we think it's the gas tanks from the cars across the street, but we really don't know. Look up so, Emma and for now, the State mystery street. continues, leaving a whole neighborhood on shaky ground. With more local news, I'm Steve. Hey, what's up, guys? Tyler here with Secure Team. So, the news clip that you just saw is one of many and they do not stop. Every week, almost every day now, I'm getting more and more of these news clips, along with messages from viewers from all over the world, still asking the question, what... Uh, so while they were talking, we looked at a lot of fucking train tracks right by State Street and Emma Street. Yeah. Uh, Not to be a dick, but... 
maybe trains are going by and you're feeling the rumble from the train. Yeah. There, there, there's a lot of tracks right there. Yeah, there is. If you're at all curious, type in Emma Street, Gerard, Ohio. Zoom in a little bit more. And Yeah, look at that. Okay, so Emma Street and, and State Street looks like it's a main road, and then Emma Street kind of branches off a little bit. And then there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, mm-hmm. twelve, twelve separate tracks all just right there, right there. Yeah. And there's a I don't know. I have to think. I'm gonna chalk it up to that one right there, dude. I'm going to say that these people living on the street, oh, it's all this rumbling and loud booms. Uh, maybe fucking trains changing tracks. And- yeah, and yeah, because if you look right there, a lot of those have those spots where they can change tracks, pull in, yeah. drop off fucking trailers and shit, it's and poke them back up. Kind of interesting why that's not mentioned. Yeah, because they're trying to sell a narrative, dude. This might be the first time we've done an episode where we're just like calling complete bullshit on yeah, everything. Yeah. What is causing these mysterious uh, rumbling booms? Listen to us. That continue to shake you know, while houses, he's talking, break windows, crack brick walls. I'm going to read the and that in many cases, as I've been hearing lately, uh, sound as if they are not coming from the sky, but from the ground itself. But we'll get more to that in a minute. So, this is a new clip that actually just occurred in my home state of Ohio. And if you've been following my other videos over these past months, you'll maybe notice a pattern because many of these mysterious booms, most of them started out in the West. We would get a lot of them in California, Arizona, Texas, Nevada, then one or two down in Florida. And it just kind of worked its way up to the East Coast and that's where we're starting to see them there. Michigan, now Ohio. And what's so interesting about this case is that before this massive rumble, there were no flashes of light, all right? Nothing seen in the sky, which is something that has been seen occurring in some of these mysterious booms. Some people will see these flashes of light just beforehand, but in a lot of them, no flash of light, as was in this case as well. And what's even more strange about this is that the residents of this town in Ohio it's it's like a regular occurrence where they are hearing these much smaller booms to the point where, you know, it's just another everyday thing. They, they're almost to the point where they're ignoring it. But when they heard this big one, this giant one that literally started breaking off pieces of their homes. That- oh, God. Is it gonna, it's doing a fucking ad, I think. Really? Okay, so I was reading some of the Not comments. Not one person said it. Not, yeah, nobody's mentioned it. Um, but I kind of want to comment this on it. Giant one, you should. Really started and be like, has anybody looked at the map and see the the twelve uh, <laughs> 8, train, tracks train tracks that are next to this street? That everybody's feeling these booms and shakes and shit like that. Shit. Um, maybe I will. Dare me. Double dog dare, motherfucker. Uh, that means I have to do it now. Um, I, there's a there was a few that were kind of interesting. The uh, the Walmart has supply line Walmart tunnels for military supply line. That was one, and then another one. NASA has been conducting sonic boom tests with their new supersonic aircraft that is much quieter than normal sonic booms. It could be that they are testing it over with this has been going on. Nope, that's semi plausible. Maybe 
that's um, uh, about the only two that were even kind of. Somebody says fracking. Um, but yeah, nobody's commented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I looked at the map and, uh, 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 there's like, uh, 300 fucking <laughs> railroad tracks right next to this road. Uh, you know, I don't understand. I'm not saying that that's what it is, but that seems quite plausible. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Can you do a screenshot and post a picture as a comment in these, I wonder? I don't know. You should be able to, I would think. Right, you got to be logged in, right? Add a public uh, comment. Click, click. Can you click, click and see what happens? <laughs> oh, yeah, screenshot and then right-click paste. That's oh, how you put I a fucking gotta, picture up. I got to log in. Oh, fucking logger. Uh, I got to log in. Well, it won't let me comment otherwise. And I'm going to do it live on the air. Oh, it's going to restart the video. Hey, guys and gals. Motherfuck yeah. dick. That's okay. Because I'm, I'm kind of don't want to watch the rest of the video. Yeah. All right, so go back to your fucking Emma Street. Uh, it's, everything's freezing up. Bro. You fucking ass-queefing, love-king motherfucking dick. Hey, this isn't Rock Vegas. You don't need to do that. I know. I'm pissed off, though. That's fine. You don't need to do that. I'm pissed off. Did I not pause the fucking video? Yeah, you did. Now, where's my comments? Do I have to skip the fucking ad, or? Um, the ads are, or the comments are gone now. So it's like I can't. Oh, there you go. I was thinking. Oh, everything's just really slow all of a sudden. Okay. All right. I don't understand why the internet. Oh, speaking of missing people. Missing children stats. Do we want to want to take it in that route, and then let's go back to that. Uh, hang on, we're gonna open another. One. Let's just really bog it down. Yeah, let's just keep pushing shit up there. Go ahead, and say it. Oh yeah. What? This is uh, a thing saying that I got another strike on my account. Oh, on your from the YouTube? video on the YouTube. Yeah, so let's click on that link. Is this loaded yet? No, it's still thinking. Wow. So, missing children's stats. Does it actually have the stats? Because that's what I'm most curious. Mm, nope. Oh, my God. Read more about model missing child framework. International Center for Missing and Exploited Children. ICMEC has a small list. Not what I wanted, but let's, uh, what was I doing? Oh, you were going to screenshot that thing at one point. Is it going to make me fucking, I want to go to, I want to click on that one video that we were talking about, or that you pointed out the, oh my god, this is so frustrating with the. Internet of Things and stuff. <laughs> Internet of Things? Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling for an hour and nothing's, nothing's happening. happening. That's pretty awesome. And that's still spinning. What is going on here? I don't know. It's like as soon as you logged in, everything just got all 
foobard. It's very strange, right? Yeah. There we go. Where was that one video you... Of course, it's not on there now. It's... Where Meredith... Just also, uh, oh, we're just <laughs> there. Oh, it was right there. I saw it. <laughs> what is happening? Right there, right there. Nope, that's not it. No, it's. Oh my god, this is <laughs> retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it says I saw it for a second. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? Well, it must be true because uh, we can't find it now. It, well, I think we're going backwards in time now. You're looking at 2016 shit. Well, what video was it on that you originally saw? Um, this the the one we were watching. Kind of strange that uh, it's not up on the top there. So we were watching this one, right? Or is it the other one? Uh, it's the second one, yeah. Okay. We don't want to... We want... And there you go, right there. Yeah. Took us ten hours to get there. Good Lord. Now, let me make sure this isn't plain. Let's go back on that one. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. That's what I thought was going to happen. Super awesome. And skip the ad. Hey, guys. In the last few years have made me well over $1 million trading part-time for my favorite places in the world. In fact, who is still talking? I'm up well over $10,000 trading. That one. That one. But yet, that one's frozen. <laughs> There's no video. Just... Okay. So this video is called Man Eating Aliens Reported Inside National Forest. Since oh, we're cool. talking about missing people. Yeah, it's old, but it's still interesting. Not that old, really. A year old. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? Tyler here with oh. Secure Team. <laughs> well, we have a very interesting breaking story today after an independent research website by the name of The Black Vault got a hold of some very eye-catching material after filing a release of information act with the United States Department of Agriculture and he basically asked them for any type of files or documentation that related to aliens or UFOs that had occurred in any of the US national forests and parks and uh, so you're seeing his webpage here and uh, it's titled US Forest Service Declassified UFO Files and he gives a background here talking about how the United States Forest Service manages and protects 154 national forests and 20 grasslands over 43 states. And uh, just this past November, he again requested an FOAI and received a pack of documents just a few days ago on February 7th, which he then posted 
to his website, theblackvault.com, which I will post down in the video description. And by the way, The Black Vault describes itself as the largest privately run online repository of declassified government documents. So that's pretty cool, and I highly suggest you guys go over and check it out. So in these documents, and what was the main area of most interest, was a record of a phone call from a man who had said that he had witnessed not only some sort of secret base being built in the Tonto National Forest near Phoenix, Arizona, but that he had also seen aliens and what he said was a severed head, as if someone had been eaten or killed. And so the email was sent by the department to all U.S. Forest Service engineers detailing uh, this encounter. Whoa. And I will go ahead and read you the email here. So the subject of the email you're reading here, and again, you can download this PDF on the Black Vault website, says, Subject, secret government installation being built in the Salt River Canyon area on the TNF. Call in report today at front desk. The letter then goes on to say, quote, to all, David received a call this morning at the front desk from a mail caller reporting the construction of a secret government installation upstream from the Salt River Canyon past Pinal Creek, upstream from Roosevelt Lake. Aliens and at least one detached head are involved. Caller claims to have seen construction cranes coming out of the side of cliffs, miniature stealth planes, UFOs, aliens, and people working together at the site, aliens eating people. He found a severed head and claims to have pictures of some of this stuff. Caller reported that he is 60 years old, is not crazy, and doesn't do drugs. He said he had already called the, quote, office at the lake, but he didn't know if those people were turning the other cheek or that maybe those people had been paid off. David had him leave a message with Bray. Please let me know if there are any talking points to be developed. I'm sure the Phoenix media will be all over this. Crazy. Thanks. Uh-huh. P.S. David and I aren't doing drugs either. All right. So obviously uh-huh. the uh, Forestry Service was having a laugh at this letter, as they usually do. I mean, usually when there are any type of UFO or alien encounters, whether it be abductions, sightings, And I have personal experience with this and talking to people who have gone through this. You're basically laughed at when you go to any type of person in power, an authority figure, a policeman, any kind of entity that does not understand this phenomenon, thinks it's all a joke. And, you know, you go in and you report something and all the guys and gals have a good laugh at you after you turn your back and leave. So, again, this occurred sometime in 2013. Um, And, you know, this letter, as crazy as it may sound at first, rings very true to me. Because, as many of you know, I receive hundreds of emails each day from people all over the world telling me their stories, uh, talking about their sightings, whether they've been abducted, or otherwise just some crazy stuff that they've seen or been involved with. And I can tell you... I have heard much crazier stories than this from some very legitimate, uncrazy people. And many of them use the same words at the end of these stories where they will reiterate to me multiple times that they are not crazy, that they are not on drugs. And for me to please believe them 
and that they have no one else to turn to. And these are people who have contacted law enforcement and basically have used up any outlet they could to get their story out. And, of course, everybody just brushes them off, and then finally they get in touch with me because at least they know that I have experience in such a taboo subject and will be more inclined to believe them. And, like I said, if we just turned our backs and laughed at every type of crazy alien story, this research wouldn't exist because what we have come to find out is that many of these stories and incidents are real, did happen. And when there is evidence put forth to back them up, well, all of these authority figures and entities are silent. So the main point of this letter, again, was not only witnessing some sort of alien entities. Why do you suppose that is, though? Why? The authority figures and all this uh, are just silent about this stuff. Like, are they being, okay, so if they get a report, I mean, don't they legally have to investigate something that comes in like that um, or I, no i mean I they document they, it but i think they document it and it's like a dealer's choice at that point like if the cop gets it and says eh, fucking crazy old maurice you know what i mean yeah i'm not gonna fucking go look it's a waste of time yeah, but, I mean, okay but what uh, somebody's reporting a severed head in a national park to me you have to well, send in, somebody out there in that case i believe it'd even be, if it's included with a bunch of alien weird shit you have to investigate at the very least right, the, severed, the head. severed head i would think if it's a national park isn't that like federal then yeah so wouldn't they have to call the feds to deal with so it? then there should be a somebody had to have gone out there to look at at least see if there is a severed head maybe and if you find a severed head in a national park and you call even if you're throwing out a bunch of crazy shit like aliens and all this, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why he didn't have a picture of the severed head. He said he had all. He claimed to have pictures and evidence. Yeah, then send that yeah. stuff. You know, uh, send copies of it. Something. Mm-hmm. Except the fact that he doesn't, or we didn't see any, or if he did, you'd be able to discredit the whole story. See, that, I almost wonder at that point. That's the thing that pisses me off, especially in today's society. Everyone has a cell phone or two or five, and they all have fucking great cameras. Everyone's taking selfies and shit. Why the fuck is there not more real, actual footage of aliens and shit like that? None of this It makes you wonder if it exists. Fucking shaky shit, you know? You can barely kind of see it. It looks photoshopped as fuck. It is interesting when people see these things in the sky, how everybody all of a sudden has multiple sclerosis with their hand mm-hmm. like, I, I, hold I your did. fucking hand you, still you might How be a little sh- scared and, and nervous okay but, but it's so common now. and not only that most cameras and phones have like an image stabilizer that automatically kicks in or brace your one arm on something yeah. and then set your fucking camera on your arm and steady it i mean I, I understand. People are stupid. Yeah. So, in general, you don't think of something like that when you see some weird object in the sky. Right. But, I don't know. It seems odd that you, you, you can't get a still video of any kind of strange object in the sky. Mm-hmm. And and why no pictures of these things that like like this? And I want to know, did the FBI go out and investigate this severed mm-hmm. head? Did mm-hmm. the National Park Service go out and investigate this severed head did anybody besides this 60 year old guy who claims he's not crazy and has pictures but didn't supply them 
go out and investigate this severed head? Even if you're disregarding not. the rest of the report, you have to, at the very least, investigate that. You should, yeah, yeah, you should. Unless they're just saying, oh, it's like you said, crazy old Maurice, here mm-hmm. it goes again, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It yeah, seems yeah. to me like maybe they would just discredit the whole thing. But why? Why are they not acknowledging reports that come in and of weird shit like this? Like, you know what I mean? Are they that short-staffed? You say, you say dealer's choice, but... It could just be the stigma of it, you know, the cop that... So just because we've got a stigma of, oh, aliens are ridiculous, mm-hmm. so we're not going to fucking yeah, investigate go anything. Out, yeah. Okay, but then, like, the Phoenix Lights... Mm-hmm. Thousands and thousands of people all saw this thing in the sky over Phoenix back in '97 or whatever it was. It, it was even on national news. I mean, they had to investigate that one, mm-hmm. but the, yet they would make fun of it at the same time. Like, right? Well, that's, that's but still, the, we, nobody knows what it was. The controlling to this elite point. kind of fucking downplaying it. You know, we've talked about that before. Where if we get anything that's right or we're on to something, they quickly smear it or make it disappear, stop talking about it, bury it, and all that shit. So, like, what was the other one we found out happened, like, in New York or San Diego or something where there was, like, bombings and shit? Like, remember the Air Force actually had to, like, shoot some fucking alien shit down? The Los Angeles, Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah, that thing, remember? They were shooting at this thing yeah, like, but then no thousands talks, and yeah. thousands of rounds, but yet nothing ever happened to it. Yeah, and they don't talk about it. Yeah, that is interesting. You though. know what I mean? Like, they bury that shit. Like, so it, it happened. That shit happened like the Phoenix Lights. Like, that fucking legit happened, but we don't talk about it. Like, why was that not in a history class? Yeah. <laughs> you know why is mean? that not taught? In- but we'll talk about LGBTQ7489 or, you know what I mean? <laughs> Getting irritated. I know. As soon as we start doing the alphabet, <laughs> I get mad. Because it's that's why I started throwing numbers in there too. You know? Yeah. I, so let's let's continue. I'm I'm curious though. Like I, I agree. I don't think anybody looked at it though. Uh, UFOs, but also some sort of secret construction, or as in the email, what is called a secret government installation, was being built somewhere in this Tonto National Forest near Phoenix. And although we only have this letter, and I can imagine that as the man said in it, he had photographs. Who knows if he turned those into the Forest Service, and, uh-huh. of course, they are not going to submit those. But I would love to get in touch with this man, Why? whoever he is. Of course, the Forest Service redacts all of the information as to who sends these letters, and I think they do this for a very good reason. Not just keeping people anonymous, but it, it keeps people like us from being able to investigate further. But this whole concept of strange activity, secret installations found within our national parks and forests is nothing new. In fact, one of the main hubs of UFO activity and abductions occurs in these desolate, massive forests and parks. And today we'll go ahead and kind of discuss some of the most prevalent cases where things like this have happened before. Many of you have probably heard of the Travis Walton incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you haven't, it's one of, if not the most famous, uh, UFO or alien abduction incident to have ever taken place and refers to an American logger by the name of Travis Walton who was abducted by a UFO 
on November 5th, 1975, while working with a logging crew in once again a national forest located in Arizona. So the same exact place that the man we just spoke about said that he witnessed this secret construction. And Arizona has one of the highest activity rates of UFO sightings. And that just happens to be where Travis Walton was when he was abducted. He was in the forest on a logging crew and he was abducted and disappeared for five days, nearly a week before just reappearing after search parties had been looking for him for that previous five days. And, of course, the case went mainstream. Uh, Mr. Walton wrote a book about it in 1978 called The Walton Experience. Uh, It's been adapted into a film put out by Hollywood called Fire in the Sky. That came out in 1993. And once again, this happened in not only a national forest, but also in Arizona, the location of this alleged secret installation and alien encounter. So we've also spoken about the rash of missing people that have alleged to have been abducted in the city of Nome, Alaska. Uh, If you remember a couple years back, and I'm pretty sure I spoke about this in one of my recent videos, but there was a, a film put out, and I had recommended it in one of my videos. It's called The Fourth Kind, and it's a crazy, creepy, haunting film. That's a good movie. I think I've seen that. It's based on all of these people that have gone missing uh, in the isolated area surrounding Nome, Alaska. That's what it's based off of. And for those of you who don't know, Nome, Alaska has been kind of haunted by this rash of disappearances. And by the way, the state of Alaska is known for the highest rates of disappearances in the entire United States. Uh, and so back yep. to this film called The Fourth Kind, which was based on these mysterious disappearances of people in this city, which really did happen. Uh, In 2005, homicide detectives did, in fact, investigate the mysterious, unsolved disappearances of 24 people that had taken place in Nome between the 1960s and 2004, which initially had caused the locals to think that there was a serial killer involved. But that was later found out to be false. There was no serial killer But something was happening. Now, of course, the people who operate in Nome, Alaska, the high-ups, they didn't want their town tarnished and lose out on all of the revenue that they could make from people vacationing there. So what did they do? Well, they came out and said that they had a theory. And that theory was that due to the fact that most of the people who had gone missing (laughs) were Native American men who had traveled to Nome from surrounding villages, Well, that they had likely disappeared due to excessive alcohol consumption and a harsh winter climate, uh, which, of course, did not sit well with many people. And it was obvious that they were attempting to cover something up because it's much easier to label a bunch of Indians drunks, which is a widely known stereotype that have been put to Indian men, uh, than it is to release the truth to the public. However... UFO sightings in not only Nome, Alaska, but across the entire state continue to outnumber every other state in the Union and the disappearances alone in this state. And we're talking about thousands of people. Now, surely some of those can be chalked up to, well, Alaska is just a isolated, mountainous, yeah. cold place. A few, not so many. it may be easy for people to hurt themselves slip into a crack somewhere and never be found. But you cannot apply that excuse to everything. Not 
with all of the sightings that have come out of here and the mystery surrounding these disappearances in Nome. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard of the Brown Mountain Lights, which again is such a popular topic that mm-hmm. it too had a movie based on it that actually came out recently, and it's called Alien Abduction. Uh-huh. Uh, also, a really cool film which gives its take on the legendary North Carolina phenomenon known as the Brown Mountain Lights. And basically what has gone on here is that there's an area in North Carolina called Brown Mountain, and it's a very long, low-lying ridge on the border of Burke and Cadwell counties in western North Carolina, most of it belonging to the National Forest. But for over 800 years, people have been reporting on and witnessing these mysterious ghostly lights that have been witnessed flaring out, slowly moving or creeping by throughout the trees late at night. Some of the earliest reports of these lights came from Cherokee Indians, settlers, and even Civil War soldiers. Thousands have witnessed these lights, and they continue (laughs) to happen to this day. The lights were even investigated by the United States government within Project Blue Book. In fact, Project Blue Book launched an extensive study of the Brown Mountain Lights. The Air Force classified the lights as unexplained. And although most Project Blue Book studies have been released under the Freedom of Information Act, the files relating to the Brown Mountain investigation remain classified to this day. Interesting. Of course, Project Blue Book was supposedly shut down in 1969, and we may never see those classified documents. What the fuck is that? And I think it's very telling that they never released them to the public. How is uh, lastly here, and of course, this may or may not be legit simply for the fact that we <laughs> don't have enough information on it, but this <laughs> photograph that you're seeing here, and it's been featured God knows everywhere. I've never uh, seen it. But it's mm-hmm. of a supposed tiny alien that was actually caught like once again walking out of a national forest located in Chile. And it hit the web sure a couple that of years horse back. It's been investigated. What have reacted? And you have pretty much a split yeah. right down the middle, uh, with one half of people who have looked at it believing it to be real, the other half believing it. Although, to be dude is kind of looking at it. Uh, but for those of you who've never seen this photograph Maybe. before, yeah, but was snapped by a man who was walking down a busy side road in a park he located himself. in the Parquet Forest yeah. in Santiago, Chile, back in two thousand four. Uh, here we can see what look like policemen or patrol officers walking down the street on their horses. And that's when a civil engineer by the name of Germain Pereira snaps this photograph, later on finding what looked to be a small alien or humanoid figure walking in the background. Uh, he then took the photograph and submitted it to the Institute of Hispanic Ufology. According to the source of the photograph, uh, the weather was very overcast at the time, and his digital camera, which was a Kodak DX6490, had adjusted to low speed, and that he employed the camera's optical zoom to capture the horse mount patrol officers at about a 20 meters distance. So uh, the image has been analyzed multiple times, and it was found that indeed the photo was captured by a Kodak DX6490 camera. And out of all of these investigations, there has never been any concrete evidence that this photograph was hoaxed. Only opinions that it had been. It's just a photograph. 
We don't have any more information, but we do know that it was snapped by a camera. There was no evidence that it had been put into Photoshop back in 2004, and the man who snapped it sticks by his story. Um, but, you know, again, another incident outside of a national park. We've uh, spoken about a few of these other know. parks today. And so what else could it be? The message I'm trying to convey know. here is that these national parks hold a lot of secrets. All right? We've spoken about these secret military installations and how many of them are built either above, but most of them underground and underneath the soil of these national parks. Yellowstone, for instance, is shrouded in its own mystery and is widely believed to not only be a hub of strange alien activity, but to also hold a massive secret underground base. And uh, it's the perfect cover for these types of installations and activities because they're protected by the government and there are some places that you cannot go. So it's the perfect cover. And again, back to this new letter, you guys can head over and download it from the blackvault.com website. Check it out. And big thanks to John Greenwald, who is the founder and operator of the website. So, of course, let me know what you guys think. Okay. I definitely want to uh, check that website out. We might be able yeah. to do a full episode on yeah, shit that we say, find we there. That. Um, this kind of connects to all this, too. Something strange happening in our national parks. Two month, or Three months after this one. Should we? Or do you want to discuss what we just watched? I would say discuss and... Uh Come back and do it again. Okay, so now that what was he? He was getting at. I mean, he kind of all these missing people. Okay, mm-hmm. in like Nome, Alaska, and all this shit. Like there was what do you say? Twenty three people missing between nineteen sixty and two thousand. Something like that. Yeah. Is that a lot? 1963 and 2000 is 34 years, so it's one a year almost. Uh, kind of, yeah, like almost. A, Just shy of one a year, it's like yeah, one every 1.3 years or some shit. Okay, so one every 14 months, 13 months, Give something take, like yeah. that. That doesn't seem that outrageous to me. Because well, I have a feeling, like, way. if you take a city, I mean, I don't know how big Nome, Alaska is. We could probably figure that out pretty quick, but... Okay, you know, actually, let's, what is it, Nome, like N-O-M-E, or? Uh, Yeah. Nome, Alaska, population. Boom. Okay, so a pretty low population. Out of 4,000 people, one's getting jacked every 13, 14 months. Okay, because, like, if you take, like, Rockford, for instance, Mm Mm-hmm. We got about what two, three hundred thousand people. Yeah, roughly. I wonder how many people go missing a year in Rockford that are just never found. I don't. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's as many as one. No. Why does it seem like there's so like? Honest to God, to me, it seems like there's so many missing people all the time. Well, that, I haven't that, heard anything lately. Said ever since the Emily chick was found. Oh yeah. Ever since well, they then, did find her. Yeah. But, like, these people from Nome, Alaska, they, they've never, never been they found. They've never found, yeah, no. But, I mean, as far as locally, ever since she was found, I haven't heard shit other than the guy 
that I brought up earlier from Belvedere that's missing. Other than that, I haven't heard anything. They have a national missing persons data system. So let's... Okay. So I can search it. Am I missing? (laughs) Uh, How do you, like, see the... I don't know. Oh, state... Go to the right and down. State case breakdown. Click that. Choose our state. Ah, okay. Booyah, my bitches. Okay, so total cases is 29,227. Open cases, 14,314. They've closed 14,913. So in Illinois, which is where we are, total cases is 765. 310 are open, 455 are closed. 408 missing males, 357 missing females. The average age is 30 years old. Okay? Yeah. Now, yeah, so, so you're city, probably, but... yeah, you're probably right, though, like, a city like Rockford, like, I bet you a lot of those are Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's do Alaska. Just curious. 298. <laughs> 249 are open. And 49 are closed. Damn, so that's dude. a lot of missing people, <laughs> and the look average at, age is 35. Look at 229 of those are male, only 69 women. All right. Let's, what, uh, California's got a lot of people, right? Yeah. Let's get these numbers. Is that says, pr- probably the most heavily populated state? I would think. People? It's taking a while to load. Yeah, it is. 3,831. Oh, my God. With uh, 1,929 open. So just over half. And it seems like it's more males than females in just about every state. So far it has been, yeah. That's the biggest one so far. Look up uh, New York. Bet you it's not as much as California. 1,028. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Erdadona. Sona. <laughs> Gazuntite. Thank you. 1,395. That's really low from what I thought it would be. It is weird. The average age for these missing persons are between 29 and 35. <laughs> so I'm right in the fucking wheelhouse, baby. Yeah, I'm too old to get abducted now. <laughs> Apparently. Let's well, y'all see. bitches are stuck with me. Where the fuck is Saipan? What state is that? Wisconsin's got 284. It's low. It's really low. So, and you're good to go with that, too. What about Texas? And then I want to do Nevada. So I'm curious. Texas is a big state. 1,992. Last one, Nevada. 440. Not That's that many. way lower than I thought it would be, too. Yeah. So, ultimately, what are we getting at here? The, all right, Hawaii. 134. Average age, 36 there. 134 missing cases. 101 are still over. There has not been one that had more missing females. Uh Uh-uh. So, what's going on with dudes? (laughs) 
Dudes, uh... I think wives are killing motherfuckers, man. I think so. Only 89 in District of Columbia. Oh, they were close. Look at that. Yeah, it's 45 really men, close. 44 women. What about Florida? They actually have more closed cases than open cases, too. Yeah. Oh, they only have fucking not even 100. Yeah, Florida. That's how old people live. 2,264. Wow. Hey, hey, yes! Yes! They have more missing females yes! than, than males. That is awesome. By a little, just a little bit. Wow. Awesome. Why is that so awesome? Because <laughs> you finally found one? Yeah, and it's Florida. Yeah. Florida's weird and, oh, I get it now why you're cheering. Attaboy. <laughs> um, I thought you were just excited that they had more missing well, females. Well, that too, that too, that too. Okay, so, I don't know, I, I guess huh. it seems like there would be more missing people, but, right. okay, so let's think about this. All these people go missing, what happens to them? Where do they go? Are, are all these people getting murdered? Are all these, or, I mean, if you really think about the overall population of the country, and then compare that to 29,000 missing persons, and only 14,000 open ones, which means they found or closed 51%. 51% of these cases that are reported people missing. And this current. This is like a current number. So, I mean, it probably fluctuates mm-hmm. a little bit. But it's pretty much going to stay about that. So, But they've only had 29,000 open cases since when? 1960. Is that? That's not the... Is that? That's not the year. That's the amount. That this database has helped. So, what's the? I guess I want to know what's the uh, range because you can't tell me of all time only twenty nine thousand missing people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I would assume that, that when did this start? I wonder. Here. On average. Okay, so in 2014, it says, on average, 90,000 people are missing in the USA at any given time. But those could be people that are runaways that aren't yeah. actually missing. Right. They just don't want right. to be, you know, they ran off to wherever with their boyfriend, boyfriend or, or girlfriend. Parents and, or whatever, yeah. Okay, so, and then you're, you're considered legally dead after seven years of being listed as missing. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, and then it says, every year more than 800,000 children are missing in the United States. Now, that number is staggering. That's a lot of fucking so, kids. How can it go from 90,000 to 800,000? See, that's the thing. Where are they getting these numbers, I guess? I don't understand that. Uh, I think they're <laughs> so, uh, pulling out their ass. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of <laughs> seem that way, doesn't it? So the 90,000 comes from... Oh, it's from factoryretriever.com. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the 90,000 oh. here. Uh, National Missing and Unidentified Persons System, or NAMAS, which is where we were just at. Yeah, I believe that one. And then this one is factoryretriever.com. It says 800,000 people. Children. Children, I mean. 
so what is it then? How many people? See, now, those numbers seem a little bit closer. Uh, and that one says almost a million people go missing a year. <laughs> is that in the United States or is that everywhere? In the United States, right above your mouse. Almost a million people go missing in the United States. The headline. 2,300 go missing a day is nothing if the average age of death is 72. Okay. Every 40 seconds in the United States, a child becomes missing or is abducted in 2001. 840,279 people, adults and children. See, those numbers seem more accurate to me because it seems like... So where does this NAMUS website get their number of 29,000? Is it just the ones that they're Maybe that's just the one that investigating? Reported? Oh, that could be. That they're investigating. That could be. But we, we don't want what they're investigating. We want overall, overall investigating. Yeah. So those are the numbers that they're investigating. So Maybe FBI, would they know? Like, do they have a oh, missing person? Uh, maybe. Okay, so the, the million people go missing thing, that's from AboveTopSecret.com. Um, here, FBI. Do they have a, I guess let's just click on their site here. I mean, they have a list of people probably like their. I just want numbers, though, statistics. I don't want to see the people that are missing. Maybe not. No, they've got missing. See, I put database. Statistics? Do I need to put statistics, maybe? Maybe. That's for 2014, though. I don't even care. I just want uh, statistics, like uh, an average. Just try this. Whoa. Active entries as of January 1st, 2015, 84,924. Total file transactions, 1,847,604. Yeah, because they're including everything. So yeah. they, they had 635,155,000 entries, but then they took 634,000 of those off. Because 50,000 locates. Cancels. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it's kind of confusing. So under 18, 466,000. 18 and older, 168, which totals 635. So basically they found 634 of the 635,000. So, I mean, that's why the numbers, that number seems, because if you're, you go missing for two days because you decided not to come home mm -hmm. and somebody reported you missing, but now you're back. Well, that's a closed case now. Right, right. So you, you weren't actually missing. So there's really, maybe there isn't that many people missing then. And here, way more females than men. Underage. Underage. Yeah. And then once you get over. So, so well, even the regular. Yeah. If you average it out, yeah. Yeah. Um. A lot of, a lot of white people going miss. A lot of black people going missing too. Uh, the white people they include a Hispanic in that number, just so you know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, it I don't know, but this is all 2014. Yeah. And the rest of these numbers are just 
confusing. It's all pluses and minuses at this point. I don't know. I don't think we'll get an answer. No, but do we really think that a lot of these people are being, being eaten I, by aliens <laughs> and shit and separate heads of national parks? No, or? I think there's a mixture of things happening. One, you've got people getting murdered. you got sex trafficking. Uh, you've got, I, I do believe there's some type of slavery, be it sex slavery or... It could be a government conspiracy, you know, slavery underneath the the grounds. It could be the alien conspiracy, where they're slavering us. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and then there's a that's legit. They're fucking drunk and stupid and got lost and died in the fucking weather. And got eaten by a thing. Eaten or, by a bear. Or fucking trout. Yeah, see, I'm not saying there aren't aliens that aren't eating people. Right. Because who knows? I, you know. always go with what if. But right. it's more likely that it. You know, fuck, I got drunk and went to the forest and I got eaten by a bear is way more likely mm-hmm. I think than but then again I, I think there's a a high likeliness of people getting kidnapped yeah that you got that you know there are lots of ways to let you kidnap somebody um, do whatever you want and then chop them up and right. put them in a blender and you were never going to find that fucking person yeah, especially in the wilderness the, the woods and shit people that live out there know the area people that go out camping and visit and vacation there don't know the area so they don't know what to to look for, what to expect. Look at the hills have eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do kind of wonder if them kind of like hills have I eyes think, type yeah. thing exists in those old mines and yeah. shit out there. Like, yeah. you'd be hard-pressed to get my fat ass out in one <laughs> of those mines just because yeah, you never, you never know. fucking know. Right. Some weird-headed guy comes fucking chunk from fucking... Or a sloth, sloth from Goonies. Uh, Goonies is coming after me, you know. I'm, you know. Hey, roo, roo, baby. <laughs> hey, roo, you guys. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Man. Missing persons, though. It's it's very it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. But I do think if somebody calls in to a park <laughs> reserve and says, "Yeah, there's a severed head and aliens eating it," okay, okay, you at least have to investigate the fucking severed head. They, at least they wrote the report, but let's be honest. I bet if we searched the FBI database, we would never find that they investigated the severed head. Right. You know what I mean? But they should, at the very least. Yes. I don't know. Well, I, I guess that's it for today. I, I, yeah, I don't think either A, they, they either A, did it, they, they investigated it, and then they fucking sealed the fuck out of it. Or they because they it. did find a severed head. Yeah, and or they it, didn't do anything about it. Yeah, more than likely. And even if they found a severed head, doesn't mean like a wolf or coyote or fucking bear didn't do it. Right. You know. Or somebody just cut somebody's head off and got rid of the rest of the body and there's Could a fucking be. bowling ball. No. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they were, they, the guy was having sex with the head. Wow. Well, people talk about weird shit like that. Dude, weird shit happens, yeah, though. I know. Like, I know what I'm saying. You know, these satanic maybe. cults and shit do sacrifices and right. shit. You never know. That's the thing. Right. There's... I don't know. And, and these, this weird thing going underground across the mm-hmm. country, I, I would like to see that, that straight line going from top to bottom of the United States, all them states in a line, having the same time. Because then that means it's hitting all these states. So the whole right. fucking country is, being, is feeling this seismic mm-hmm. reading, as opposed to if it's bouncing from all these different states in a zigzag thing, that's weird to me. Right. Because they should have a whoever did it that dude BBM sixty four whatever the fuck his name was he should have like a timeline on the on the United States map and show 
where each person, like, I'm sure he's got to have it. Just fucking throw it on a little time graph, you know, and show where. Well, we didn't watch this video. It could be in there. It could be, but I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too. You have a still shot of it somewhere. Well, I mean, had I not wrote it down, but I I wanted to see, as I wanted to look at the map with based on the times, and it makes sense in the line, Mm -hmm. except the fact that we're jumping from state to state. Yeah, it was doing really good till it went from fucking Michigan to fucking Texas. He was jumping around on his states. He wasn't hitting every state. I think so too. And we couldn't find the thing. Right. We found the website, but not that day. Um, so we will have to do a follow-up so, and watch his video yeah. and, and write down And what's going on? Oh, and then that whole thing one. in Girard, Ohio, oh, yeah. with the train tracks. Yeah, that's got to be the train tracks. I'm sorry. Yeah. If there weren't 95 train tracks right next to that road, mm-hmm. I would say there's something going on here. Right. But I'm thinking your booms and your rumbling... It's probably coming from the train tracks. Yeah, because I have a train track right outside my office, and I feel a a vibration and a boom, and I hear shit. As they're clanging and and hitting and switching tracks and shit like that. Connecting. I know it, and I know what that sounds like, and I ignore the fuck out of it. But would you be, but are these, are all these people in Gerard all together trying to fucking pretend like there's something else going on here? Well, did you see some of those people in the video? Not very bright looking. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just say it. I'm just saying, dude. But there's a conscious <laughs> knowledge. Okay, I understand being a moron, but you can't be so stupid that you wouldn't connect these things with a train track being right there, and so many of them. Well, yeah, because if you hear, it, it's it's the telephone game. It's everyone here. It's a mimic. Everyone's here. Oh, dude, did you hear that loud boom? I think it's aliens or something. What is that loud boom? Well, I don't know. I did hear it. I don't know what the fuck that was. Out of sight, out of mind. They don't see the train tracks and shit. They just hear it, or they heard someone else heard it. And then it just spreads like wildfire. We don't know. Nobody but knows what it is. But you can't tell me there isn't one human being in Gerard saying, morons, uh, it's the fucking train tracks. Did you look how many fucking people commented and didn't say anything about the well, train tracks? Yeah, and I guess that's the thing. Nobody even does an ounce of research. Yeah, nobody looks at it. So we, we did, in two minutes, went and pulled it up and found that there was fucking train tracks there. Right. So to me, that's... So I have to comment on it and be like, hey, morons. Uh, Look at the map places. because yeah. there is a uh, train tracks right there. It tells me more than likely uh, your we should, boom answer. Not only that, but pull up the train schedule to see what time and when because they say it's happening like two or three times a week now. Yeah, be like, oh yeah, I bet you the next time it happens is gonna be next Thursday at noon thirty-seven. And then when it happens, they're like, oh, how yeah. do you know? You, you must be a, I am a palm reader. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something. It's I don't know. See, there's certain things that frustrate me with these, but. Overall, hey guys, Ty from Scary Dreams, pretty on top of interesting things. Yeah. But I think that one, he even didn't do his think, fucking research he, on that he, one. Well, yeah, but look at how long ago that was. That was a year ago. He fucking phoned it in or something. Yeah, he's been going for a while, though. Longer than a year ago. True. No excuse, Tyler from Security Team. I think he kind of dropped the ball on that one. Dude, Either way, better. missing persons, underground tunnels. I, I something's happened to these people. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite as... I don't know. Whatever. Till next time, huh? See you.
don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird. The D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. If you call and we're recording, we'll take your call live on the air. If you call and we're not recording, leave a voicemail with your name, the show you're calling for, and we'll play it live on the next show. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Once again, the D2R Podcast Network Hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. Call today!